Welcome to Egg Foo. What? The first and only podcast about people eating stuff. I'm Mike Lisk. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another episode of Egg Foo. What? Young Michael, I like that twist you did on Egg Foo. What? Very nice. I see someone's been rehearsing. <laughs> A little bit. Um, Newsflash. Uh-oh. The Gilgo Beach serial killer, a suspect, has been arrested. Are you aware of this? No. No. The what? (laughs) Gilgo? Gilgo Beach serial killer in Long Island. Is this Gilgo Beach like half a block from your house? I uh, saw a video on YouTube that says the first 10 seconds of of your video is the most important. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping the round-the-clock coverage of this arrest will bring us some new listeners. Oh, you're hoping to strategically make some people accidentally get caught into listening to us. Yes. Can you're on to my game. I like it. And I'm now putting you in charge of the first 10 seconds of the of the uh, the podcast. Well, first 10 gone. seconds. It's first 10 seconds already gone, Mike. Yeah. No, but I'm saying next week. And and next and, week. Uh, and onward. All right. Let me read. <laughs> 10 seconds. All right. I got my first project that I will probably instantly forget about <laughs> for this week. Anyway, I, I'm hoping this will bring some justice to the families of the victims. But on a personal level, um, I'm glad the uh, name has changed for this suspect because before he was arrested, he was referred to as the Long Island serial killer, Mm. which the acronym turns out to be? LISC. Yes. All right. Hey, so, look, we, look at us. We got this. <laughs> so so I'm resting easy now that I'm seeing Lisk sort of disappearing from the press coverage for this particular horrible crime. I, I think um, let me speak for our audience right now, if you don't mind. Can you tell us anything remotely touching any part of this story? Any details? Because I, for one, have no idea what you're talking about. Other than the list part. Really? I guess you don't follow true crime at all. You don't see. You mean the news? Yeah, the news. <laughs> because, yeah, there's lots of true crime in the news. That's for sure. Uh, no, I, mi- I missed this one. Sorry. All right. Well, I you know, this is interesting because, uh, I mean, in this area, the Northeast, it's getting round the clock coverage. And anybody who's met this person... <laughs> or had any business dealings with him, is now coming forward with their creepy stories, which I guess is not surprising, but uh, it's round the clock up here. Interesting that it's not really making a dent in your area. Well, I'm so far away. (laughs) Well, you're kind of far away. Now, are you saying once they caught him, all of a sudden these heroes are coming forward? Well, yeah, I mean, when they when they arrested him, you know, now now he's a suspect and people who knew this person, you know, he lived with his wife and two adult children. 
in Long Island, not far from where the bodies were recovered. Um, so now uh, neighbors and business associates and anybody who had contact with him is getting a story about their creepy encounters with this guy. Well, I got news for these people. If this guy doesn't go to jail for life, uh, the next creepy story is going to be what they do to them now that they put yeah. themselves out there. Let's, He's already let's... in trouble for for what murder? Three murders, possibly a fourth. He's being Why still being investigated. Out there so he can. Oh, as soon as I get out after lifting weights for forty years, I'm going to come find you. If he's already being put away, why would I put my name on that? Well, they do have DNA evidence. It seems like a pretty solid case. They've they've tra tracked uh, his burner phone uh, accounts to uh, calls to the victims. So it, it seems like a pr pretty solid case. It took too long. Seems um, like a pretty solid case. Yeah, I mean, people have been convicted for less. Or not convicted for more. I'm sorry. I didn't miss all the true crime throughout America's history. I do remember a certain Arenthal James Simpson. What if you let drop? What if you were popping off in the news? <laughs> yeah, you know what? OJ messed up my Sunday paper one time. He's a jerk. He mm -hmm. gets what he's doing. Popping off. He was a creep. And then OJ gets mm -hmm. off. No, not I mean, this, this is clearly not a similar case in that. Mike, it's uh, me and my stabbing pen. This person is not a celebrity of any kind, so. Well, he is now that he's been featured in Equal What? <laughs> well, I'm sorry to disappoint. I wouldn't go that far. I, I've not uh, seen uh, this uh, murder pop up. but uh, Okay, all right. That's fine. I mean, you know. You're, you're disappointed. I've let you know. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually kind of jealous that uh, this stuff is sort of outside outside your purview that well it's just really... i'm sure replaced by other garbage i mean it's not like you know <laughs> no i mean it's a it's a horrible story and uh it's one less horrible thing uh in your life if you're uh unaware of it so well, now i am aware of it thanks to you <laughs> i was a i was a sweet blissful child you were, you were a lamb uh, a love child before i was a, I I was a sweet little lamb in my <laughs> dewy little bed until yeah. you got all these stories now i'm gonna be up all night all right i'll, I'll make you happy now as i said last week we had our cd uh quiz game and i mentioned a couple uh cds that i unearthed does this look familiar? That's hard to see. Heyday. Oh, that's right. You said you were going to tell me it was on. I must have literally gave you that <laughs> almost 20 years ago. 15, maybe. Yeah. Well, this well, is a uh it's it's a three-song EP. Ooh. Jennifer Vinyl. <laughs> Jennifer, where are you now? Hit. It's my best. Hit. Mississippi. Mike, those are three hits right there, bruv. Conspic conspicuously absent. Oh. So what? Well, those must have been early versions or demos of what eventually made it onto the album. I wouldn't have okay. given just three finished songs. How do they sound? Amazing? They sound good, yeah. I, I uh, People should know that uh, the Heyday album. Yes. So far, so good. So what? 
mm-hmm. is now available for streaming on Spotify. Is it on Apple Tunes as well? Is it all over the place? Yeah, it's on everything. Yeah, it's on everything. Okay. I mean, I only use Spotify really, but yep. Yeah, and I was listening to a little bit just to uh, refresh my memory. And hmm. I, I was listening to, yeah, I was listening to the Heyday album first. And uh, yeah, it, 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 it reminded me, I mean, you know, I, I said I enjoyed it then and I still enjoy it. It's hmm. It's got a little bit, and I don't even know that you, you were ever much, well, maybe you were. Were you a, a Minutemen fan? Never never got into Minutemen. Yeah, I mean, but it, it, it to me, your voice and you have sort of a solid uh, bass uh, sound to some of the songs. You mean? And I'm like, oh, this has got like a uh, Minuteman vibe. All right. So if you're a Minuteman fan, you might want to check out Heyday. Um, I'll take that yeah. as a compliment. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a Minuteman fan. And then uh, the other CD, and oh, I guess this... Do we want to tell people... Uh, which of our favorite beloved podcasters out there sang on one of the songs on the album? Now you stumped me. Mike, now, you, now you're embarrassing me. Well, you, you sang on Kill Rock City. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Oh, all don't right. do that faux humble <laughs> crap with me, Mike. Oh, yeah. Mike, okay, just, yeah. I'm, I'm sure my, my vocals really stand out. Well, yeah, I, I remember recording it. Yes, I do remember that day. And it was a fu- fun day. That was fun. Say the name of the song again. Kill Kill Rock City. Kill Rock City, yeah. And and my uh, background vocals consisted of me going, Kill Rock City. What? what do that again? <laughs> Kill Rock City. Oh, Mike, it's like we're back in the <laughs> studio, bro. Uh, yeah, I think I went I went for the fals- falsetto on that one. But uh, yeah, was you. fun day. That was a fun day, yeah. Um, and then I unearthed another CD in which I guess you gave me the full that uh, both albums, your uh, Heyday album and your uh, Happy Scene, the Happy Scene album. Yeah, on one CD. Well, you got a twofer. <laughs> Was that like a Time Life thing you bought? How'd you get you didn't label it, but I did, and uh, yeah, it's got uh, it's got the Happy Scene album. Nice. Uh, take take my teenage head. That's right. Yes, and, that's on Spotify too. Yeah, and Apple Tunes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. People can find it. Give it a listen. I see you got some numbers. I you know I I I looked at the Spotify. Or you've got like over a thousand listens to a bunch of songs. Yeah, they're all me. <laughs> um, I was. <laughs> You just go back to, to see if it's still working. Is that what it That's is? That's right. Refresh. Still there. Still works. <laughs> You're just doing a quality control check. <laughs> at, at four times a day. Every day, control. right. Okay. I never oh, know no, when no, someone's going to jump I mean, on it. You, you don't want your songs to be technically uh, out of reach for people. That's so. right. <laughs> so. but, uh, but on Spotify, I'm sure I talked about it last year. Last year's reissue of the Happy Scene EP comes with like 40 other tracks. So. Uh-huh. I, I did get a kick out of, uh, I believe it's, um, what song is it? It's oh, Halo on Her Head. Oh, that, is that a funny song to you? No, actually, actually, I think it's the next song. What, what's the song? Let's welcome Mike Turner to the stage. <laughs> Mike Turner. Oh, that's Jennifer Raya now. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That's our buddy Will saying it. Let's welcome Mike Turner to the stage. <laughs> and who is Mike Turner? Ike Turner. Oh, Ike Turner. Yes. I, th I thought it was Mike Turner. He and uh, I think he and uh, the barber who was working on it with me made fun of me. He said it's saying too angry. Uh huh. And I was like, look at my life. <laughs> I'm not angry. They're like, why are you so angry? I was like, I'm not uh -huh. angry enough. Uh huh. I, I, I will agree with that. Yeah. I agree. You're not angry enough. Thank you, Mike. You're not. I mean, you're a, a good, uh, good natured person. I've never really seen you lash out in anger. So, yeah. Well, um, the show goes. <laughs> thank, thank you. Oh, wait a second. The, uh... there, was, there was an incident, but uh, we'll not discuss it now. Oh, let's leave it out there for <laughs> mystery. <laughs> little mystery. Thank, a little, thank power, you so little power play you got into, and I was like, yeah, I, I, this is not a power play. Moving podcast. and shaking, baby. We're just having fun here. That's and why I'm at the top. <laughs> you are at the top. Well, thank you so, for the uh, publicity for the uh, those albums. They were a yeah, lot of fun. I'm gonna I hope they're fun. And give them a listen. Yeah. Um, I should make I'm, a little video for Kill Rock City. Of course, I'm, of course, since it was back in the dark ages, I don't think anybody took a picture. We had a whole crowd that day singing. It's really yeah. fun. You want to list everybody who was there? Yeah, we had you. We had Ope. Yeah. Uh, Wadi, whose house I'm in right now, dog sitting. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, I didn't just break into his home. Uh, <laughs> Miss Wadi, his wife. Uh -huh. uh, we had Anna and Kate, two of the Shalitas from Mariah. We had Dave from Mara, Dave Belanco from Mara. Uh, I don't think Dish could be there that day. I think that's it, right? Do you was Serge there? Serge wasn't there. I don't think he lived there yet. Uh-huh. Uh, then a lady friend of yours brought me a birthday cake. I think it was around my birthday. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Uh or she just brought a cake. I don't know. <laughs> Well, what a life! Huh? We're just laying out some tunes. <laughs> Women just showing up with yeah. Uh huh. Uh, I I feel bad. I'm missing someone, but nobody's gonna give a shit. But mm -hmm. I think that was it. That's a that's a strong crew. Yeah, yeah, it was. And we were kind of confined to a very narrow space, if I recall correctly. Yeah, it was our rehearsal space. Oh, mm -hmm. and the drums on that album. I don't know if you even knew this. You know who recorded the drums for the Heyday record? No. Let me take a sip of my. Powerade, <laughs> uh, Ivan Julian. Hmm. There you, you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, heavy hitter. Heavy hitter, of course, for fans out there. Originally in the Void Doids. Uh, he just put out a. Uh, he just put out a solo record uh, a month or two ago. Okay. Uh, I got it. It's fantastic. I got. I got the. I got the vinyl. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. He put out a record a month ago, and mm -hmm. you sat on your hands. Mm -hmm. Did not invite him to be on Egg Foo What? How does that happen? Good question, how, Mike. No how one does that happen? Him. How does that happen? Uh, I don't like to I, point these things out during the show. I, hey, that's fair. But, but this one, I mean. Well, I know he's been touring. He was over in France for a while. Uh -huh. uh, but to your point, of course, I will reach out. Okay. Uh, I'd love to have him on. He was a good friend of mine. I haven't seen him 
really since I left Brooklyn. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a great guy. You like when uh, good things, you know, he had a rough couple of years health-wise, but you, so. Yeah, no, I, I was following that online and uh, I'm glad to see that he's uh, yeah doing well and he's yeah, it's good, recording good music see. and yeah. yeah. It's good to see good, pe good things happen to good people. He's back at it. Uh, he recently had a recording session. I'm sure I showed you the picture with Glenn Matlock and Clem Burke and Richard Lloyd. Yeah. All those great. guys at his studio. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I'd love to have him on here. I'll reach out to him. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I'll, and I'll list the link for his record. Uh, okay. Too. We'll do that. Uh, Put it in the comments. Put it in the comments down below. After uh -huh. you people. Oh, wait. Can you do that in the comments? Down to the nubs on the hip, happy scene and heyday <laughs> records. Uh -huh. Once your ears cannot take any more, then you then you go get the uh, Ivan album. Mm -hmm. but, yeah, yeah. I was uh, very very lucky to be in a situation uh, where Ivan Julian can uh, record uh, part of my record for me. It's incredibly yeah. lucky. So, so uh, we'll look forward to that if it happens. Um, oh, I, oh, Mike, that's a pointed. That's a pointed. <laughs> if it happens, oh, Mike, <laughs> come on, bro. I got a light of fire. Got a light of fire. You're lighting a fire, bro. Yeah, lighting a fire. <laughs> um. So studying the musicians, can I put, get this out of the way? Go ahead. Did you hear who's going to have a podcast now? Okay, yeah, I I, I was going to go here, and I see where you're going with this. Yes. Go forward. Paul McCartney. Yeah. I got two things to say. Mm -hmm. Number two. Number one. <laughs> I start love with number two. Start with number two. I'll start with number two. Okay. I love Paul McCartney. Mm -hmm. You know this. You yeah. love Paul McCartney. Uh -huh. I would literally take a book bullet for Paul McCartney mm -hmm. if I knew it wasn't going to kill me. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, if this mother scratcher shows up and just stomps all over all over our territory, the podcast world. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't Paul, see that happening. I don't Paul, see that happening. You've been Paul McCartney for 60 years, uh -huh. you've ruled the world, everything at your fingertips. You're the you're a genius. Everything you touch is gold. You're the greatest. I love you. Why just, just let us have our little corner here? <laughs> why why do that? Uh-huh. This and, this came up on the best show last night. And um, you know, I didn't know the details. Uh I thought it was just gonna be sort of a victory lap and people would be stopping by to say how much he influenced uh, them, them and uh, what a great guy he is. But it turns out he's, it, it sounds more focused. It sounds like he is actually going to analyze a song per episode. Yep. Which brings me to my other point. If this mother scratcher thinks that he's going to sit there for a couple hours and talk about his solo songs, and we're all going to pretend we care about them as much as we care about his Beatles songs, mm -hmm. I'm out. You're not looking for the episode where he analyzes songs from the firemen. No. No. I don't okay. want to hear about band on the run. I don't care. No, no. You don't want to hear about band on the run. Come on. No. Come on. No. Come Beatles on. Fanatic you're you're, you're dismissing about Beatles solo output than me. Wow. And I'll say this. That's a bold statement. Thank you, Mike. I'll say this. We all know how old he is. He's not gonna live forever. Do you want him to spend that time talking about press to play or revolver? You want to hear ballroom dancing 
Well, I think he announced the, the list of songs that are up first, and I think they're mostly Beatles he did? songs. They I, better I, be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I heard Eleanor Rigby is going to be discussed, and you know, so yeah. I mean, it's not like he's going to come on and, and plug all his solo work. But you if know, that he, what if that's if that's a bait and switch, if he starts out with <laughs> Eleanor Rigby, things he said today, fake <laughs> back right or whatever, and then all of a sudden I find I'm eight weeks in and it's been all Pablo Picasso, 1985, all that shit. I'm gonna have a problem, Sir Paul. Uh-huh. First of all, you're cutting into our audience, Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I have a I don't feeling the cross section there, but I have a feeling he's under the misguided notion that we care as much about his solo songs mm-hmm. as his Beatles songs. We shall see. Um, there was an item I saw that made me think of you, Ooh. where uh, not the murderer Paul McCartney, guy? I guess, was uh, asked to comment on some of his uh, favorite artists. And the one that came immediately to mind, he referred to as a monster, a musical monster. Oh, is this going to take us back to heyday? Or the happy scene? <laughs> it was not heyday. He was not talking about Greg Wilson. Uh, okay. That's, who uh, now who you're was really he talking about? <laughs> who was he talking about? Oh, am I going to be and why? And why would it make me think of you? If you say meatloaf, Mike Lesk, I'm going to be furious. No, not meatloaf. Ray Davies. No. Ray Davis. One more one more guess. It's got to be Brian Wilson. The answer is Stevie Wonder. The artist you are on record saying. Oh. You do not understand is this a gotcha yeah it's a gotcha all right and it's a gotcha that wants to be, make you a stevie wonder fan because i do not this is that that is one of the most co- confounding facts i think of, i uh, about you i mean you you've you've got some interesting takes on a lot of stuff mm. but when you said that you can't find it in your heart to enjoy oh. one, one stevie wonder song I mean, Neil Young is whittled down to, is it two or three now? Did he, did he make up to three songs? Four? I got four yeah. Neil Young songs. Oh, you got four Neil Young songs now. Okay. Yeah. But you got zero Stevie Wonder songs. How How is that possible? I've told you. I respect him as a songwriter. Mm-hmm. Plenty of his songs. I'm like, wow, of course he's a genius. Of course mm-hmm. I understand Okay. why he's who he is. I got no beef. I, I can't take his voice. His voice... Just slices through my skull, mm-hmm. chops my brain in half. I got no beef with Stevie but, Wonder. Yeah, I, I, it's I think, not a I mystery think, why yeah. he's popular. Now, voices are you know subjective. I get it. People either like or dislike a voice, but I mean, has anybody ever accused Stevie Wonder of having a bad voice or that he can't sing? I'm I mean, not it's not bad. I'm not. It's saying not it's... like he's Bob Dylan or Leonard yeah. Cohen or you know. I'm not I mean, saying it's a bad voice. He can sing. I'm, I'm just saying for some reason, mm-hmm. it bugs me. I mean, he's a be- he's an incredible musician. I, I'm yeah. sure he has a perfect pitch. Of course uh-huh. he uh-huh. hits the right notes. Of course he has a gorgeous voice. It just, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying I'm right. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm just saying, okay. I'm just trying to be honest, Mike. 
Well, I'm I'm, I'm hoping pro. I'm hoping uh, Paul McCartney's appraisal may give you a uh, the inspiration to maybe give. Oh, oh, oh finally, someone said something <laughs> good about Stevie Wonder's music. Well, no, he, he. This is your personal one of your personal heroes, and uh, maybe that you would take that into consideration to maybe giving giving Stevie Wonder another chance and getting over this. Uh, Voice phobia. That's all I can call it. Voice phobia. I mean, Paul also <laughs> loves Dave Grohl. I'm not listening uh -huh. to fucking Foo Fighters. <laughs> so. But I don't think he's ever called him a musical monster, though. A monster. Uh, the greatest of them all. He said that? Well, that's how, how I interpreted it. Oh, that's you know, what I mean, you heard. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm hearing like this this is this is the, the guy he looks up to. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't begrudge any of that. Uh -huh. I'm just saying I don't love listening to Stevie Wonder. That's all. Mm -hmm. Paul McCartney says he's incredible. I don't. That doesn't surprise me. Uh -huh. Okay, I'll check that uh, one off. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I feel like <laughs> what are you trying to paint me in the corner? <laughs> and you started out with couldn't find it in your heart. Uh huh. You know what? I will tell you if I had to pick a favorite Stevie Wonder song. Mm hmm. Uh, I, I don't know the name of it. It's I believe when I fall in love with you, it'll love that that song. That's an incredible song. Mm -hmm. I can listen to that. Okay. It's uh I think it's in, on Songs in the Key of Life. Mm -hmm. That's that's an incredible song. So, it's not as, and, is it? And he was on an episode of the Cosby show. So mm -hmm. that that <laughs> all right. That works for me. Okay, so it's yeah, it's there. It's 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 in your heart. It's a, a tiny little speck. I got no, but, yeah. but, but it's it's there. No 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 hating. Like uh -huh. the Foo Fighters, I just hate their music to the point where it drives me. I I, I yeah, Stevie Wonder. I don't. I just can't. You know, I don't uh -huh. the Foo Fighters. I'd pull my hair out. Stevie, I just go. Well, yeah, of course. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry uh -huh. you couldn't paint me more as more of a villain. <laughs> Here. That must upset you. That is my uh, purpose every week. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's uh, not belabor the point. Um, studying the studying the analytics from last week's show. Oh boy! It's it seems that Yikes. people like when uh, we like when. Well, in, in my case, I had to eat it. Some when when we have to eat something disgusting. Um, mm. looking back on last week's show, um, the coconut shrimp that I had, you had some nice chicken nuggets. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. To the point where I would not call it coconut chicken. <laughs> the ultimate compliment. I mean, I got this thing that looked like glazed, glazed donuts. Show. People compared it to glazed donuts. I mean, it. Yeah. You know, the shrimp had their tails on. People were just saying it was a lazy prep of the meal. And uh, I ate I ate five of them, believe it or not. Um, I have to dispose of it. It's still in the refrigerator. I am not I'm not going to have leftovers. <laughs> you need, from you need to send those things back to the sea. Yeah. Sea of um, death. So to. Uh, Sort of reestablish my love for shrimp after that horror. 
um you know i got right back on the uh on a bike as they say and uh, we (laughs) they they say horse well they say horse but they say bike too i've never heard anybody i I, I upped it to the 1920s when was the bicycle bicycle invented (laughs) wow but uh you know kids fall when they're on the bike you know you get them back on you know get back on the get back on the bike get back on the bike so back on the bike so uh right back to it we we have a shrimp dish this week um salt and black pepper shrimp one of the uh chef's suggestions at the howell kitchen which i'm back at china one you had your chance (laughs) and uh i think you blew it sorry Uh, china one Particularly over the fact that uh, you require extra drive time. <laughs> so, Ooh, piling so, on! My, my, so it was <laughs> piling on, young. It Michael. was a one-two combination, and uh, you're going to be out of the picture for a little while. Oh. But uh, they really I, are going to have to sponsor Egg for what to get back in your good book. <laughs> huh? I I am saying, I'm going to to say that uh, the salt and black pepper shrimp was a delight and i am happy to report that uh i do not have a food phobia of shrimp after that horrible uh experience last week brave (laughs) well you got Um, right back on the bike i got right back on the bike and the shrimp was fantastic it was sort of a lightly battered shrimp with a nice sort of simple i guess it's black pepper mm-hmm. black pepper and salt you know that's it you know but it was it was delightful i got a fair number of shrimp i got some uh veggies on the side broccoli uh diced uh pepper and onion just mm. a delightful uh return to uh edible food Sanity. <laughs> um of That's course, good. you 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 tried your variation. This was your first experiment, where uh, mm-hmm. you were going to just swap out the shrimp mm-hmm. and get salt and black pepper, pepper chicken. Chicken. How did that work? Pork. Oh, you got pork. Pork. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, number one. Now that I'm thinking about it. Was it called salt and pepper? Like, isn't that just means it's fried? <laughs> like, what? How many things that are fried, especially meats, don't have salt and pepper on? Uh-huh. I feel like a little bit of bullshitting going on there with the menu. The uh, the the description is yeah, it's it's not it doesn't really give you a lot. I like mean, salt yeah. and pepper. Wow, you did it. <laughs> salt and pepper, yeah. Wow, no, it's a common seasoning. Uh, so yeah, this dish I did not know how it was going to come i didn't know if it was going to be fried i didn't know if it was going to be in a sauce yeah there was no sauce it was just lightly battered and fried and it was tasty did you see the pictures i sent yeah i saw the pictures yeah so it was very strange like some of it was just curled up strips where it looks and feels like leather and like i don't mean that just as an insult i mean literally like I'm chewing through it like it's leather. Uh-huh. The taste was fine because it was just salt and pepper and pork. It and then like, excuse me. Then it made a couple of pieces where it's actually like some thick meat, more and it and that was really good. Mm-hmm. 
but a lot of it was just chewy, like jerk, like beef jerky. Mm-hmm. Uh, the few strips I got that were, you know, actually like, oh, you know, like had any substance to them in terms of meat, uh, were fine. Um, but were they fried in batter? Or was it? I couldn't mm-hmm. see. Yeah, a super, super thin coat. Uh-huh. Um, like not a batter, like a McNugget. Mm-hmm. Just a coating. Uh huh. I didn't see yours, but and uh, it's like if I had the right tools, I would take it all and like shred it. Uh huh. And just mix in rice or something. Uh huh. But just strips of shoe leather. Like, you didn't get any rice. I got rice. Oh, okay. I mean, if I had like knives, I you know, uh-huh. I mean, I do, but I'm not going to the trouble of that. Yeah, uh, obviously, I'm a busy man. <laughs> uh, so busy yeah, the, man. Half of it, the strips that you know were had some substance to them that you could eat were fine, but the rest was just like doggy, doggy chew toys. Uh huh. My high school nickname. Now it did, yeah. I, your pictures do not look very appetizing, and uh, obviously, I couldn't even tell that it was pork. Um, mm. it was, it was, uh, hard to identify. <laughs> but did you of... see the wonton soup noodles that I'd included in the mix there? Yeah, There's... I took a quick gander. What I remembered is, <laughs> oh, thanks, Mike. That's nice. <laughs> quick gander. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, well, you're busy solving that murder. Or whatever. <laughs> uh, there's three kinds of noodles, crispy noodles that come with the wonton soup. Mm-hmm. One is just what well, most of them have the kind of crappy whatever yellow ones. Yeah, I call I call yeah. them the yellow ones. Fine or orange, yellow or orange. And, and orange then there's actually the, is more accurate. Yeah, and then there's the ones we've raved about. They have a certain flakiness to them. They're they're actually fried. Yeah, they're prepared. Yeah. You know, in the, in the restaurant. But the ones I got last night, I haven't had in a long time. They're broader. They're crispy. And they are the perfect ones to have in the soup after like a minute because they're uh-huh. thick enough. They don't just fall apart. Mm-hmm. And if you if you pull them out and start eating them after like a 30 seconds, they're soft, but not too soft. They still have a bit of like a soft crunch to them, like mm-hmm. a something. Those. The second one we mentioned are like the Cadillac of, the, you know, they're like, oh, mm-hmm. you can just pop them like chips. These are definitely the best. I'll, and I'll, we can send a picture. I'll send a picture or whatever of if you actually want to use them in the soup. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic. Those were the highlight. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed something. Hmm. <laughs> Have you ever been to a communal medieval? Oh, you got to get a score. Oh, score? Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. this I would rate highly. Um, I'll give it a 8.5. What? Yeah. It just hit the spot. That's in your um, top three. I didn't even use the rice. I mean, it, it felt Ooh. like it felt like it did. It, did, it didn't need the rice. It didn't need the rice. You know. Wow, no, that's, that's one of your highest. Yeah, there was no sauce, so it was just like you know a nice. Uh, some might even think it was looked like an appetizer, a shrimp appetizer, but there were vegetables there as well, and uh, it was filling. So. Hmm. I'll I'll all get right. another meal out of it. I couldn't even finish it all. Well, you still got that shrimp from last week. You got to get through. <laughs> no, that's, now you're not to throw away food. That's getting tossed tonight is garbage night, and we will no longer see that. Uh, it will be gone. 
<laughs> I I gotta give like like I said, half of it was okay. I gotta dock at serious points for literally having the texture of shoe leather. Mm-hmm. I'll go being a little generous. I'm gonna say to celebrate Paul McCartney joining the podcast world. 1966 was a great year for him mm-hmm. and, and us as fans. I'm gonna say 6.6. I will never ever ever think of this dish again <laughs> if fried pork ever shows up to me i will probably put some salt and pepper on it uh-huh. boom salt and pepper pork i mean so. out of this entire year um i'm thinking the only dish you'll ever think of again i mean you could probably count on one hand right egg food young uh-huh coconut chicken <laughs> we, we should have a show where we do celebrate the egg, the, 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 the chicken nuggets chicken nuggets so we so, should have an episode where we do celebrate like the three or best three or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah this was whatever yeah but i don't know why this was a like chef specialty here's some fried strips of pork you know what salt and pepper you're a genius uh-huh. 1895 or whatever <laughs> um yeah, I was I was beginning to talk about a article that I saw about uh, good old Gen Z is at it again. This again is a Uh-oh. you know people you know they're like why is Mike keep bringing him? Is he a grumpy old man? Now Gen Z are the social media kings and queens, and uh, so yeah, if I if I get them angry, maybe we'll go viral. <laughs> but anyway. Um, I saw an article that Gen Z has a new sort of uh, way of meeting each other. This, of course, is coming from Brooklyn. Uh, I don't know where this park is. I don't know if it's uh, Williamsburg. Uh, but they're meeting for, you know, in the summer, uh, a communal stew night. And stew. not only that. <laughs> in July. Yeah, in July, yes. They are meeting to have a communal stew that has been cooking and this is the kicker this stew that they're all enjoying supposedly has been cooking for over a month is it bullshit stew (laughs) so yes not only is it stew it's at least month old stew and uh, apparently this is a tradition that goes all the way back to the medieval ages when there were stews. And get this, and how how this is even possible is sort of mind-boggling. They, they claim that during the medieval times, there were stews that would be cooked for more than 300 years. And I guess the uh, just the idea of a pot cooking. I mean, I guess they're they're using wood to uh, fuel the heat. And what kind uh, of stew is it? <laughs> and and there would be several generations that are stirring this stew to keep it going. Um, and I guess they 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 can eat from it, but then they keep replenishing when they when they take it out so it keeps going so all the juices for 300 years are still active in this pot i mean it's uh it's uh bizarre to me 
But if this is a new way people have found to meet each other, uh, God bless you. You've uh, <laughs> you found something that I would never even think of, uh, particularly eating stew in the summer. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's. Let, I don't know. Let, if me, it... let me blow your mind here, Mike. Okay. If I had a friend group that said, "Let's meet once a week to eat stew." Mm -hmm. I would do it. Okay. Who cares what we're doing? Right. Yeah. Uh, no, I see what you're saying. Uh, stew's a funny choice mm -hmm. in the broiling, disgusting heat. Mm -hmm. But, you know, an excuse to go out, see the crew. You know, I can but I can make fun of the stew. Okay. Uh, are you saying okay. you'd, you'd turn it down if they invited you? No, it's to me, it's just an odd thing that they've bonded over. You know, um, and for, I mean, I've never, you know, it made me think, what is the longest meal I've ever prepared, you know, um, for myself or, you know, yeah. uh, I don't think I've ever really gone beyond uh, a half hour. <laughs> if, it's, if it's a half hour, it's too long for me. You know, yeah. uh, I've never made a roast or uh made uh tomato sauce or gravy as they say from scratch i have uh, you know you've done that well well sauce is easy not easy because you just kind of you know set it and forget it you stir it once in a while uh i did i did that one time i did the thing where you'd spend eight hours making sauce yeah and after and in the end it's like it was fine <laughs> so uh, you're saying but, it wasn't worth the uh the effort well even worse was uh, another time I decided I wanted to make pasta by mm. hand. Homemade oh, wow. Pasta. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't have a pasta maker. I had right. to use a wooden roller right. and it, it took eight hours of actual work. Wow. And then after all that, yeah, I'm all excited. I'd, I'd take a bite and I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. It was fine. Yeah. Was it better than the 99 cent Ronzoni down the street you grabbed? No. <laughs> Am I ever going to do it again? No. <laughs> All right, but you can you you can check it off. Those are two items I've never done. Um, I, used bread, I used to bake bread a lot. Uh, I but... did that in school once, and you know the bread came out good. I was, you know, you would have thought I would have been a happy bread maker after that because I remember enjoying it so much. Mm -hmm. But uh, never again. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, you've got two items you can check off. Uh, I've never done and just the, that that length of time is just too daunting to me that uh you know for for one meal. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't can, can I can I can I push back on the hate for the youngsters? Can I? <laughs> Go ahead. Go I ahead. think I think usually when we bust younger people, it's because they're doing something new. Mm -hmm. Seems stupid to us. Uh -huh. I think, as old fuckers, we should embrace mm -hmm. and celebrate that they're embracing and celebrating something that goes back. What'd you say, three hundred years? Three hundred. Well, it was from medieval time. Medieval times. So years. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think because usually what we get upset because we, you know, young people they don't know anything. They don't know the past. Mm -hmm. anything before 1999 they don't care about mm -hmm. and i think you have found an exception mm -hmm. you know 
they're making a point of taking something from the past and saying, isn't this great? Yeah, it's it's unique. I'll, I'll give it that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I wasn't aware of a three uh, hundred year old soup uh, until. Yeah, I'm not saying it makes. I'm not saying it's not weird, but <laughs> but in terms of uh-huh. you know, usually we yell at them because they don't. Oh, you don't. You never heard of all in the family, or you know, mm-hmm. uh, dungarees or whatever. <laughs> but. Sungarees. Sungarees. Uh in this case, I they're celebrating old yeah. things. Okay. Well, I'm gonna push back again oh. with uh <laughs> some uh more ingenious food hacks just keep coming out of TikTok. I mean they oh yeah, the young people are just finding some incredible things they can do. Can't and just millions food. and millions millions of people will, will fall down in awe at these inventive food hacks. Not my glass. <laughs> did you see the one where did you know you can open a can of a you can open a can of soda with the bottom of another can of soda? <laughs> did you know that? Oh. Yeah. Well, I've now never you know. been trying to open a can of soda and going, oh, if I could just have another way of opening this. <laughs> That's never come up. I didn't know this was a problem. <laughs> Yeah, we've turned to the young generation to do solve for us. Yeah, can we please get into this can of soda any other way? Yeah, we've done it for 150 years with absolutely no problems. Well, they found a way. You put you put another another can of soda on top of the soda you want to open, and you know you have that sort of ridges uh, at the bottom of the the can, and you use that to sort of just slightly tilt the uppermost can. To crack the can of soda open, but again, what? What? Why? Why is yep. your instinct? You know, what would be the instinct that would make you want to find a more difficult way to open a can of soda? Does just it can just you, lift the tab, or it lifts it... the tab? Yeah, the the bottom of the can catches the tab, and can you know? Yeah, well, open the can of soda. It's like, oh, watch me open a can of soda with an old issue of Sports Illustrated. Yes, live the thing. Wow, did it. Food hack. Uh-huh. Yeah. Me Mill- millions of views. Watch Million- me open a soda can with some salt and pepper pork. Like done. Yeah. Yeah, that's we 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 we've got to hit on some some idiotic hack that yeah, doesn't make any sense. But it uh it just make it more difficult. Yeah, no, no. And uh yeah, it's it's like okay, you can do this. But why would you do this? <laughs> What's the benefit? You know, you got to look for another can of soda for one. What if that yeah. other can of soda isn't available? So that, yeah. that is one of the dumbest. <laughs> I mean, as someone who stood up for the youth of America <laughs> two minutes ago, uh-huh. I am uh-huh. telling them this is the dumbest thing. And we've seen I've seen some dumb food hacks that are at least entertaining. Uh-huh. This is a solution to a problem that doesn't exist. And never will. <laughs> oh, that uh, is terrible. Another one. I'm going to hit you with a double whammy this week. For, is it a banana one? For ingenious food hacks. Everybody's no, trying to figure out how to open a banana now. It's I don't... uh, it's it's McDonald's related. Oh. McDonald's. McDonald's is always in the news. I'm listening. And uh, some genius. Uh, I guess it was too difficult to uh, go to the. Uh, the drive-through and and get 
some French fries. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's decided that, you know, eating the French fries out of the bag as you drive is just uh, too difficult, too cumbersome. Too much. You got the salt on your fingertips. Too complicated. Uh, I get it. Well, no, no. Well, his food his food hack doesn't involve the fingers. So what he does when he goes through the drive through and he uh, drive through and he orders his French fries, he asks that the fries be put in a cup. So with the fries in the cup, he can now use the cup holder in his car. And he can eat his fries <laughs> out of the cup in the cup holder as he drives. Okay, okay. Number one, almost any thing carton that the fries come in at McDonald's can fit in a cup holder. Okay. <laughs> Good they, point. They, Good point. Thank you. Especially now, every car they make now, you can stick a gallon jug the way they, they build the <laughs> they build the cars around the cup holder. Yeah, uh, those uh, jumbo slurpees. Yeah, so you can do it anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. And number two, I'm sorry, but taking fries and dumping them into a cup is not a food hack. That is a fail. <laughs> okay. Boy, I am. I, so I'm you one, defended one them, and now done. you're you're trashing them. So yeah, that, that's I guess. just pointless. What the? Yeah, yeah. No, just but that, stick, that, stick the whole thing in the car or just lay it. There's no need for that. That is somebody who wanted some attention, doesn't have the brains to come up with something a little more clever than that. Well, he got so the I attention. That guy, Mike, an idiot. <laughs> well, Not impressed. Apparently, they're, they're uh, in abundance on TikTok and uh, they want to, uh, you know, million million views for that one, I think. I, mean, I love a good food hack, but mm-hmm. A... It has to be more useful than the conventional way. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, if it's funny, that's nice, a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- n- none of these, the, neither of these fall into any of those columns. Mm-hmm. Uh, sounds like you're just addicted to TikTok, Mike. And then that's what... <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, I'm not on TikTok. I, I'm never going to be on TikTok. You don't have to be. I, I see that's, ex- that's what I'm saying. I'm saying... You're right. You you are not. You don't have to be on TikTok to be exposed to TikTok, and uh, it's uh, a daily bombardment. So um, I know there's lots of people there. Uh, another trend, of course. Yeah, I guess I'm going to continue trashing the whole TikTok phenomenon. <laughs> I'm writing this down. <laughs> By this time next week, I will have a new great food hack. Okay. Um, have you heard of girl dinners? Oh, see, I wrote it down. So. <laughs> okay, girl dinner. Yeah, girl dinners. Two of my favorite things. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, that's not what I'm talking about. Um, the this is a this is a new vi- a video trend where young ladies, mostly. I you know I don't know if it's just young ladies. This is a family show, Mike. Step late. But uh, it does seem to be encouraging uh, eating disorders. Uh, people are cheering each other on for their bizarre, uh, what they consider a meal. Um, so uh, one of the uh, people who is trending came up with a plate of pickles and a mini cheesecake. And she's calling that dinner. 
a uh, young lady uh, had a can of corn for dinner, and she called that her her girl dinner. Um, and then it it, it you know it, it just keeps going down from there. Uh, did you know that a can of Diet Coke also counts as a girl dinner? So yeah, I I I, I can't see this doing anything but encouraging an eating disorder. Yeah. And let me ask this. Do you get a sense that these women, girls, all of all are probably of affluence? Um, I don't guess, know if I can I can make that uh guess, but um, I would guess anyone doing that is probably they're not worried where their next meal is from. Oh yeah. It, it's not yeah, it's not presented as first I'm of broke. all, who gets I'm, many? Yeah, it's things. not presented as this is this is what you do when you're broke. You know, yeah, th this will right. get you through. It, yeah. It's more it's more along the lines of what I I'm suggesting is that yeah, somebody is getting to the point where they're they may have an eating disorder. Um, mini cheesecake. You know, I've never gone. I've never really gotten into terrorists. Like this is why they hate us. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I would put this first on the list okay. that we're celebrating uh -huh. people putting together the tiniest meals possible. One of which includes tiny cheesecake. Yeah, that's it looks. That's not a let's scrape together some shekels for the tiny cheesecake. Nobody does that. No, it, it looked like she just sort of carved off a tiny piece rather than having a, a legitimate slice. Yeah. And, and just called it a mini cheesecake. Yeah. I would never be a terrorist or be talked into being a terrorist. Uh -huh. I'm glad but if somebody that. brought that up, I'd be like, you know what? I get it. Uh -huh. <laughs> that is terrible. Everything you're bringing up to me is awful, Mike. <laughs> well, let, me, let, let, let me let me keep it going because, yeah, this this week These is are dumber. Each one is dumber than the last. <laughs> well, uh, maybe you've seen this because I guess where the hype machines uh, I know you're not a movie guy, but maybe you've encountered the hype for. It seems to Barbie. be. Yes, yes. <laughs> that there seems to be the, the hype machines seem to be running for Barbie, uh, the latest uh, Mission Impossible movie, which uh, I was not familiar with that series, but I've been working my way through it. And uh, I just think they're they're all pretty awful <laughs> and ridiculous. Have you seen any Mission Impossible movies? Uh, no. no. I'm trying to think if I got roped into watching one during pandemic with my nephew, but uh, I got I got suckered into watching a couple of Jack Ryan's. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think I've seen Mission Impossible. No. I don't. I get it. Top Cat is just prancing <laughs> around the world, jumping from airplane to airplane. <laughs> Yeah, on it's the nose a, of the space shuttle. <laughs> I get it. The formula is is locked in place, you know, and yeah. and and actually, John Wick kind of steals a lot of the same stuff. Where you you travel the globe because you know, of course, commercially you want to appeal to everybody all over the world now because mm -hmm. uh, movies are an international market. So yeah, they just go to the largest markets, film some scenes there. Put it to slap it all together, and you got yourself a movie. Tom does some crazy stunt that we yeah. have to see on Twitter every ten minutes. Oh, he broke his ankle, <laughs> they chopped his head off, and he ate it. <laughs> you know, on and on. 
mean, in, uh, in in the uh, I guess Impossible uh, Mission Impossible Three, he he actually uh, somebody uh, injects a little uh, computer device into his brain, which is going to kill him. But the way and he the really way the the antidote to, for having a little uh, device in your head is to apparently to shock yourself. He didn't have any, uh, what do you call the the paddles that you shock people? What are, what do they call? But anyway, lighters. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have he he didn't have them handy, so he improvised on the stop on on the uh, he improvised on the spot by uh, twisting some wires and, and electrocuting himself <laughs> to the point where yeah he he looked like he was dead, uh, but uh, like Jesus. He was just out for a brief amount of time Three and days. then Three was days. resurrected. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, okay, Tom, you know, there's some there's something personal going on in, in these movies, uh, you know, under the current of the ridiculous action sequences. Yeah, they are out of ideas. Maybe next time he can try to eat as tiny a meal as possible. <laughs> that could be his mission impossible. But but weirdly, the the other movie that's but getting they print hyped, money. So yeah, the, the other movie that's getting hyped, you can't you can't avoid is Oppenheimer. Well, that I actually want to see. Yeah, it sounds like an interesting movie. It, it's weird that it's coming out in the summer. Uh, usually, these types of movies come out at the end of the year. You know, well, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil a handful of good movies come out. <laughs> well, I I don't want to do a spoiler alert, but the real thing. Dropped in the summer. You get it? Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm letting it just sink in. I mean, okay, that that is a point I did not pick up on, but oh, well, you're not you right. You you, I think you're on the money here. Um, so <laughs> good, summer's good enough to drop the actual bomb. <laughs> I get it. Uh, yeah, they can drop. You, you are right. You are right. And yes, the the I'm interested in it. I mean, Christopher Nolan. Um, I've I've watched his movies over the years. Uh, they're always a bit of a head scratcher to me. I don't know that I'm a, a fan. One of his movies, I have a feeling I do not care for any Christopher Nolan movies. Is he like a big action guy usually? Well, not action, but you know they can be. Well, Memento is the first one. You know, uh. the, <laughs> okay, all right. So yeah, uh, th that was my first mo movie. My encounter with his movies. I think that may even be his first movie. I'm I'm not sure, um, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, I I, I kind of came out of the theater. I'm like, I guess that made sense. You know, I'm not. I didn't really want to figure it out. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it just it seemed like a lot of work. <laughs> it was it was a it was a head scratcher, like I said. And, and you came out of the theater and you like felt dumb. Like, yeah. why don't I get it? You know, uh, I pay $11 to feel dumber than I already did <laughs> and fatter. Cause of course I'm going to inhale a keg of popcorn, <laughs> but I do think, I do think I'm going to see Oppenheimer and I want to sit in a the theater because a it seems like it's a movie you want to see in the theater. Plus I'm dog sitting for Wadi who, uh, you remember Wadi who everybody yeah. will call the most <laughs> handsome man in the world. Um, yeah. Um, so, you know, you feel like you're on vacation, so I want to go out to a movie theater. Uh, so maybe I'll watch that. I'm sorry, what's what's the other one of ones of his I might have? Well, he did, uh, I mean, I did enjoy Dunkirk. I mean, that was- I walked amazing. out of Dunkirk. What's that? You walked out? Yes. 
Yeah, why'd you walk out? Well, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I was the only one in the theater. Uh -huh. Now, it was a small artsy-fartsy theater. So you I felt lonely? You, you walked out of, out of loneliness? No. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, that was a new thing for me, loneliness. <laughs> What's this? But you feel it more in an empty theater. Right. The, the, uh -huh. the shots started coming. It started trick. But I, it just made me depressed. I was just sitting there looking, and I'm like, I don't know who we're supposed to care about. And then mm -hmm. I just got hung up on, I just felt lucky. I was born when I was born. Mm -hmm. I, I was never forced to just show up someplace and just wait to be killed, basically, uh -huh. at the age of 19. And that just seemed depressing. And yeah, physically, the shots were like, they felt so, I was like jumping the whole time. <laughs> and then, like I said, I got depressed <laughs> about the existential part of it. Uh -huh. And finally, I was like, after like 40 minutes, I'm like, you know, I don't have to be here. <laughs> Nobody's paying yeah, me. I mean, I mean he Stop did it. other movies, Interstellar, Inception. He, he started going for like one, one word uh, titles, but uh, <laughs> you know he he dabbled also in the superhero. He did Man of Steel and uh, Dark Knight, and so yeah, yeah he he's he's sort of dabbled in different areas of popular and not so popular stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, they're they're really pushing this Oppenheimer movie. Uh, years ago, did you ever read about the, well, the famous book is, uh, I, I haven't read it, but I have it one day. Oh, maybe, you have it. maybe, maybe this will be the impetus. Okay. The making of the atomic bomb by, uh, Richard Rhodes. Mm -hmm. It won the uh, national book award in 1987. I remember when it came out, it was very well received and I was working at the company where they published it. So it's like. I got the discount on the books. <laughs> Yoink. <laughs> so, but I haven't read it. Yeah. May, maybe this will push me to read it. I'll see this movie and like, wow, that's, it is. I mean, it, you know, it's an interesting subject. I mean, there's no way around it. Uh, yeah. You, you know, I have read uh, the fate. What is it? The fate of, well, fate of the earth. Yeah. Fate of the earth. Mm -hmm. That was, in the 80s, the late 80s, I mean, there was lots of discussion. I mean, I don't know if it's what it says about the times, but uh, there was lots lots of heated debate about nuclear weapons, you know, and do we do we want nuclear weapons around? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I remember writing a paper in school about it. This this book, The Fate of the Earth, came out. Uh, Jonathan Shell, I think. What was the thesis of your paper? What did you decide? You know what? I have to I have to look at it again. I think I have it shoved away someplace. But uh, you know, I, I got a good grade. I, I was I was kind of impressed with myself that I <laughs> I thought I made a good argument. You know, but you and don't I'm remember like, the argument. Well, it's yeah, it it is. Uh, it's been 30, a couple of years to be fair. Thirty, 30, 30, 30, 30 yeah, yeah, thirty That's some it. odd years ago, but um, but yeah, now now it's like people talk about you know a, a nuclear war and it's like all very casual and it's just like really okay we reached that point in history where people like are, are considering it like yeah you you we could do, we could do a small small nuclear war yeah. <laughs> just keep it right. to this one little area yeah. uh which is just alarming to me but uh maybe this uh movie will get people thinking about what these weapons actually do, the harm they do the, to the uh, people and the planet. Um, well, I live in D.C., so I assume I'd be one of the first ones to vanish. Oof. 
Well, right. Yeah. Depending where you are. I, I, yeah. I think I'm, in, I'm still considered in the New York area. So you'll, you'll between New York and Washington, I think, yeah, we're wiped out. So uh, we can kiss her. Like, what if you had five minutes, you knew the missile was coming? Mm-hmm. Did we have this discussion? It feels like we had, it wasn't five minutes. It was, I think we we uh, talked about just uh, getting. Like however long it takes for the missile to get here. Uh huh. You you you've thought about this. I mean, you've got an idea. I would I would put on a little happy scene. <laughs> well, yeah, I would put on have some egg foo young in the fridge. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I thought about music too. Yeah, music would be a nice way to go out. But what uh, would be the what would be the song? I don't know. If you you want some uh, dramatic classical music, I think it would have to be. I don't want to go back to our soon-to-be podcasting rival, who better be watching his step. Uh, maybe finish with the uh, melody or medley, melody medley at the end of Abbey Road with the. Mm-hmm. Uh, Golden slumbers, all through the end, maybe. Or oh, hey, yeah. Jude. Hey, Jude. Yeah, that's a great. Have they now? Nah, everyone's singing together. Yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Six billion people or eight billion people, hands held together, linked elbows, singing the end of Hey Jude. Mm-hmm. Then poof. That's not bad. No, I hate. I hate to give our future competitor this much airtime. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jude. Or the Abbey Road med- medley, or two that <laughs> jump right to my head. Uh, okay. You're from I mean, Jersey. You probably have to do Born in the USA. By I law. thought maybe I'd go with uh, you know something dramatic. Um, Why? There's no drama. I was introduced to. Well, it's gonna it's gonna be in, in five minutes. There'll be a lot of drama. It'll be, be no uh, drama. The ultimate drama. <laughs> the There's ultimate drama. The ultimate drama of uh, being obliterated. It's, um, it's like it's like when you watch a highlight of a home run. You're like, well, I know what happens. The second uh-huh. the ball hit, you're like, well, well yeah. there's, there's, let me ease your mind here, young Michael. That will be the least drama, dramatic moment in human history. Because there'll be yeah, nothing. Yeah, it'll be a flash. Yeah, we, we, we probably, the most agonizing part about it will be knowing in advance. Yes. But the actual obliteration would, yeah, it would be quick and thorough. You queue up, hey, Jude. No, maybe I put on a little, uh, you know, I always remembered uh, my introduction to Beethoven's Fifth was uh, the movie The Longest Day about D-Day. Did you ever see that? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they kept using uh, (laughs) the Beethoven uh, Fifth Symphony. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, I don't need that. I don't. You you don't need that? You just want to like blast it out? You know, I don't need to be revved up like I'm going to like a, a, you know, what a man's ultimate achievements con- mm-hmm. confronting its worst achievement yeah i like that yeah the ultimate conflict between good and evil mm. i like that <laughs> but speaking of so, cd what if you popped in your cd for hey jude and it, it started skipping or remember cds were always scratched and that, mine weren't something? mine weren't you know i you, you take care of them they they oh, laugh, here we go know? with the lecture <laughs> well, I return mean, one of your neil young i mean CD you're grabbing tracks. them i guess and just throwing them in the corner did they ever make it one back of your grateful dead live in cleveland <laughs> cds slightly scratched oh, 
do your CDs ever make it back to the case or do they just pile up somewhere? Uh, that's that's slander, Mike. That's slander. <laughs> isn't and it, isn't you, it good, though, that like I can barely remember what it was like to have music that would skip or whatever? We've gotten so used to just streaming and everything. You don't have mm -hmm. to worry about that. Well, I'm, I'm sort of a, a mixed media person. I still... Why do I bring this up have, to you? Of course you will. I... I I still have cassette tapes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Mike's Mike's ultimate mixtapes. Okay. But anyway, back to Barbie. Uh. <laughs> but I'm with you before we leave. Oppenheimer, you're right. The Barbie juxtaposition is crazy. <laughs> I do like the idea you have of man's greatest achievement and its most evil achievement. Yeah. Which is ironic because the scientific achievement is incredible. It's just a shame that it is in the service of destroying the world. Uh, that's the, that's the only drawback that's the only mechanical uh, engineering fault yeah. it's a brilliant achievement unfortunately it will destroy civilization yeah. On to I Barbie. have become death I have I become, become death. I have become death <laughs> the killer of all worlds or something and, like that uh, to, uh, and I, I guess this movie is coming out on the same day so again we're seeing the culture the, the contrast of the culture so you have Oppenheimer coming out the same day that Barbie comes out. Is it just me? Does it feel like they're pitting them against each other? Yeah, like, no, they, 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 they've latched on to the, this fact. And it's probably just a coincidence uh, caused by, you know, the convergence of marketing and, you know, when they think they can make the most money and all this stuff. Uh, purely coincidental, mostly. But yeah, and, no. Let me ask you this. The the anniversary of the actual bomb would be what the August 9th or something like that. It's seventh August, yeah, yeah. I, I think and, it's seventh and then ninth, right? Yeah. I think they just wait a couple of mm -hmm. weeks, have yeah. a time for that. Well, you're that close to it. Just just wait. Like I said, there's probably marketing people involved, and uh, they I, maybe they're thinking that well, there's not going to be competition from the Barbie audience with our audience. I mean, people aren't going to have to make people who, who want to see these movies probably aren't going to see both of them. But once they realize, OK, it is going to be the summer, just make it the actual date. Why mm -hmm. not? No, you uh, you've you've made a good point here regarding the what's dates. That, what's that? <laughs> you made a good point. No, this is the second time. Right. Uh, just so we're just we're just going around and around for more. Uh, acknowledgement from me that you've made a good point <laughs> like years ago i read about the, the, one of the settlements the catholic church had to make was 664 million dollars or whatever mm -hmm. for whatever evil they had done i was like can't you just make it 666 <laughs> come on guys have fun with it <laughs> well you'd, you'd, squeeze, <laughs> you'd make a point and you'd squeeze a couple more bucks out of them uh -huh. yeah uh, oppenheimer people just wait Line up with the, uh, but the Barbie thing. And let me let me ask if you feel the same way. And I'll tell you the last time I thought of this for the movie. I feel like they're compensate overcompensating for something because the marketing is beyond bonkers, yeah. wall to wall. Mm -hmm. Do you feel they're kind of like compensating? They know it's a shit movie. Uh, do you think they're kind of overdoing it with the marketing or probably, but I mean, you know, summer movies are always kind of hyped, but it seems like, uh, 
Now it's it's down to one or two, a, a couple summer movies. That's it. You know, that's that's all they can come up with for Does anybody us. Anybody care about summer blockbusters anymore? Because now you get the superhero movies year round. Yeah. I think yeah. I would think kids today think of blockbusters as whenever their next superhero movie comes out. Yeah. Unlike in our day when oh it's summer, let's see what the big blockbuster is. Yeah. Jaws four, awesome, got it. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, you're right. The the concept has been watered down <laughs> over the years. With with the, the superhero movies, which are round round uh, all seasons now, it's not just in yeah. the summer. You're watching and, all the superhero movies. It's not like you're like, oh, summer's here. Finally, some whacked out bullshit, fun <laughs> crap I can see with a lot of explosions. Yeah, you think it'd be the opposite. Yeah, but there is uh, Burger King has a marketing scheme to promote Barbie. Have you heard about this? The pink, the pink Barbie burger. Oh, I saw that pop up. I just assumed it was like, uh, I don't want to be racist here. <laughs> In podcast, it popped up. I thought it was. I, 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 I have a lot of food porn sites, mm-hmm. and it's like Korea and Japan, and they're always coming up these crazy shit like Pizza Hut, Burger. King. Well, we talked about the real cheeseburger last week. That was yeah. that was that was uh, rolled out in uh, South Korea, I believe. So, so I think I just assumed, oh, this is some whack. But this is a tied in with a movie. It's like a pink burger. Is that what I saw? It's yeah. It's a uh, and it, and this is only in Brazil. It's not available in the U.S. Oh, okay. Okay. This is yeah. It, I think they they these are publicity stunts, and uh, for whatever reason, they're doing them in other countries. Uh, why do they get? Why do they get the cool shit? Why can't we get something? I don't know. Well, let me describe this to you, and 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 you can. Tell I mean, us I'm whether, sure it's revolting, but still. Whether we missed out. Yeah, they, they've got the pink Barbie burger. It's a cheeseburger with pink sauce layered on top of the cheddar cheese. And the uh the, the smoke, it's both the, the sauce has a smoky flavor um with crispy diced bacon um mixed in. See. But it, okay, it doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so it comes with a vanilla mix, milkshake tinted pink with strawberry Nesquik powder complete with a pink frosted donut hanging on the straw of the shake. So, yeah. it's yeah, They're uh, trying really hard with the shake. <laughs> Yeah, like a thing. One pink item wasn't enough, so let's have three. But um, like that kind of, I mean, it sounds dopey, the pink sauce, but it's probably like Thousand Island that's colored pink. Do th- do they think that we as Americans can't handle that? <laughs> like I look at like in South Korea, they're like Pizza Hut has into the crust. They have like an entire wedding cake or something. You know, uh-huh. crazy. Uh-huh. But like we can't get the bar. Like they think we as Americans will melt down or something. Yeah, I guess we're we're yeah. It, it it's going to cause <laughs> a commotion on a scale that uh, they don't want to risk. They don't, they don't mind releasing this mind-numbingly <laughs> stupid movie that's two hours long, but we can't handle a little pink. What oh, it is two hours long. It, it's two oh, hours whatever. long. Hour okay. and a half, whatever the movies are. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, but we can't handle what I'm sure is like glorified Big Mac sauce. <laughs> that's a, I'm I'm putting you on blast uh, pizza. Uh, putting you on blast Burger King. That's yeah. That's... 
All your food stuff today is angering me, Mike. I don't. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh, you know, well, I don't know if this is going to soothe you. Um, it, it is summertime, and I don't know if you've been uh, having some uh, barbecue. Have you been having any barbecue? Uh, now couple we're weeks. Uh, a couple of weeks, I popped down to the river down home and a couple of uh, little cookouts. Yeah. Uh -huh. I tell you what. I had one of the best ribeyes of my life the other night. Uh, little, little belated birthday dinner. Nice. Uh, let me give a shout out to favorite player <laughs> who drove all the way down from Waynesburg, Brooklyn. Wow. To see his buddy. Nice. For his birthday. Mm -hmm. And you know what he did the next day? Mm -hmm. Turned around and went back, drove back. Wow. Yeah. He just wanted to come. Happy birthday. We went to dinner with another uh, buddy of ours. Mm -hmm. uh, Time fans will know that guy is Marley. Uh, can, can you believe that? Who would do that? That is uh, dedicated, yes. That is, I'm giving a double shout out to favorite player. Uh, so we went to St. Anselm's here in uh, D.C. And uh, we tried a couple of different steaks. And I'm not a steak connoisseur. Like, mm -hmm. it's all good to me or bad, whatever. I don't yeah. really have a And their ribeye was like butter mm -hmm. as they say was this a was this a fine dining uh, establishment uh no no we'll call it, it oh, okay. it's that well it's like the decor or the atmosphere they want it to be like a fine steakhouse uh-huh but people were dressed like slobs i was the best <laughs> dressed one there like, you tell me all right and okay. the music which was really good uh -huh. like they had I think it was a Johnny Thunder song, Modern Lovers, whoever was doing the tunes was great, but it was loud. Too loud. Okay. We're a couple of old men at a yeah. steakhouse <laughs> on a Saturday night. We I don't want to shout at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Over the, you know, Aphex twins or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but uh -huh. incredible ribeye. Uh, uh -huh. And and I well, basically wanted to use that as an excuse to give a shout out to favorite player. And more, so I'm sorry, I cut you off. Uh, but so you're saying it was reasonably priced, or it was expensive, or middle range? To be honest, they treated me because it's my birthday. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, I, I, I looked. I, I saw the menu. Yeah, I think they were in range, like you know, thirty six bucks. It was good. All right, yeah, that's not ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed reasonable. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I. Know, I was going to recommend uh, <laughs> if I find myself in a Longhorn. Their ribeye is also very good. What's a Longhorn? Is that a? It's a chain. You yeah. don't have them down by you. I've heard of it. No, sounds, sounds Texasy. Well, they do have the other one. We've got both in my town. Oh, uh, Texas Roadhouse, mm. which I haven't been to. I've heard is that, that like it's... a Sizzler. <laughs> well, I think it's a uh, fancier than a Sizzler. I think it's more expensive. I've been told. The Roadhouse is a little more expensive than the Longhorn, so uh, and it's not as good, I've heard. So I'm sticking to the Longhorn, and if I go to the Longhorn, and there was a, there was one in Bayonne too. I mean, I guess wherever I go, a Longhorn will follow. They follow, <laughs> but uh, it's it's good to have it nearby if you're celebrating something a little special. And I mean, the ribeye is probably you know around that same price, maybe a little less than what yeah. you paid. So yeah, I mean it's a, a good meal and uh, not ridiculously priced. I forget why I jumped in and cut you off a, minute, a couple of months ago talking about. <laughs> All 
Well, I was going to talk about, yeah, I was going to talk oh, about cookouts, cookouts right. barbecue. barbecue. And uh, I saw an article uh, about, uh, I guess, an endless debate. Although it's, I, I thought it was settled a long time ago. Uh, hamburger versus hot dogs, which is healthier for you. Who cares? <laughs> right. Right. That's I think that's most people's attitude. Now, <laughs> if they're if not, if they're not uh, overindulging in the hamburgers and hot dogs. Yeah, it's a nice decadent treat. Uh, you know, they're, uh, most people don't expect it to be a, a healthy uh, right. solid. <laughs> you're, you're at a cookout, have a burger, have a dog. Yeah. Do you, which one do you prefer if you had to? I like a burger. And uh, this article makes the claim that you can you can make your burger healthier with the toppings. So you put some fresh vegetables, you put a tomato, you put your onions, onions, you know, lettuce. That's fair. You know, so hot dog, you know, you've got toppings, but uh, I guess they're not as healthy. Yeah, even the toppings for hot dogs are like, I mean, I think of chili, hormel chili and nacho cheese. So it's not even, burger, you can convince yourself it's healthy because you kind of dump a mini salad on it. <laughs> yeah. But I default, if I had to pick one, I'd pick a burger. Maybe mm-hmm. only because it's a perfect conduit for American cheese. And, you know, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. on a dog. People look up, <laughs> people look down at you if you do put a slice of cheese on a dog, I've noticed. You do that? If I can't, if nobody's watching. <laughs> you gotta, but it's awkward. You got No, kinda... but there is a cheese dog. I mean, that's not, the concept isn't that foreign, right? Cheese dog, I mean, that's a thing. Well, the problem is you have to take a slice of American cheese and kind of tear it in half and lay it on the dog. My yeah. question is, are we inventing cheese slices for hot dogs that are shaped in a way that you just throw it on the dog? <laughs> I think you're 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 moving towards a uh, let's maybe we shouldn't do it on the episode, but this is something for you to ponder Ooh. for your uh, food hack. All right. If you can find, I'm thinking, if you can find some uh, handy device to just stamp out, mm-hmm. stamp out this slice of cheese that will fit your hot dog. I think we're onto something. Is this device a butter knife? <laughs> Mike, it could, Mike, it could Mike. be. It they could be. It could be. Stamp out entire but, uh, you know, cars. Yeah. Of yeah metal. Some, some people have cookie, uh, you know, cookie cutters. Cookie cutters. You know, but uh, yeah, if you can if you can figure out a way with with a butter knife, a large butter knife, you kind of slap the cheese, <laughs> slap the cheese <laughs> with the knife to get. I mean, the, all you uh, do is fold the cheese and it <laughs> easily tears in half. Uh, but I wonder. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm making it more complicated, but that's how it works on TikTok. Right? It works for you TikTok people. <laughs> uh, so. I wonder if it'd be. Worth it to market cheese made for hot dog. Like they just come cut in half, you just yeah. peel them off. Or is that even worth it? But then again, is anything we market to people worth it anyway? <laughs> Boom. Hot dog I, cheese, nine dollars. I think it's a it's a narrow market, but uh yeah, if you uh use fancy cheese, maybe you can appeal to the food snobs out there. I don't know. <laughs> but uh so speaking uh, of hot dogs. You know where you and I were 20 years ago last night? <laughs> Your uh, memory uh, is like uh, 
an elephant. Well, yeah, I mean, well said, Mike. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but uh, no, the you 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 are always throwing me off with these memories from 20 years ago. Everything in my past is a blur. I have vague ideas when things happen, but I well, can't pinpoint it to the day the way you, you live do. life in the moment, Michaelis. You suck <laughs> the marrow. You got the juices of life coming out of. Is that what I'm doing? Okay. You and I were at the Meadowlands watching Bruce Springsteen on the Rising Tour. The Rising remember Tour. Rain. Okay. He opened up with "Who'll Stop the Rain." Uh huh. You remember that? Right. Yeah, I mean, I've seen Springsteen a number of times, and uh, they Boring. sort of blend together. <laughs> But, but, but he opened... no, I, I remember going to a show with you. Yes, I do. Well, <laughs> he opened for, you know, the real opener was my love will, will not let you down. Right. I... That was your cut, your slice. And and then he went right up to with uh, Ties That Bind, which uh -huh. I'd never seen him play other than that. So that was. But now it's coming back to me. We, we were in the rafters for that one, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very different than my previous experience. Yeah, that's how I remember the shows. Where was I sitting? And that yeah. one, I was up there. <laughs> I was up there. I was like, um, I don't know. I'm in the wrong place. I don't belong here. <laughs> and and that was after you had met him backstage? Of course. Yeah, okay. Like, I'm not used to that. But there's been a mistake. I think there's I, an expression from that, for that. You know what that expression is? Loser? <laughs> no. <laughs> from feast to famine. Feast to famine. <laughs> you went from being a VIP to a very high up <laughs> nothing very high up yeah. in the rafters oh. i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry that night meant nothing to you <laughs> no it's coming back like i said the details are starting to float back oh don't tease me don't <laughs> it takes a little while but it comes back i mean he's playing uh next month i did not get tickets because i felt like this was his I'm calling it the uh, last money grab tour <laughs> because it had that dynamic pricing nonsense going. And, you know, oh. it, it caused a lot of alarm for people. But, you know, he justified it and he said, well, we're not getting any younger and uh, we're going to take the cash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to make that last grab and, uh, you know, God bless there's him. No empty, uh, there's no empty seats there. So. <laughs> Now, I think tickets are still available and maybe prices are, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll end up going. A friend of mine's a big fan. Maybe right. we'll both break down at the last minute. Um, my cousin, I think, is going with his wife, so we can meet up and have some fun. All right. Uh, is, is, I mean, I haven't looked at his set list. I mean, is he... He's the got same. that that soul. Oh, he's doing the same, pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. He's had a couple here and there, but it's pretty much been the same. Uh huh. Okay. Which is fine. I mean, yeah. No, every not everybody can be the Grateful Dead and play uh, different songs. At there every we show. go. <laughs> you, uh, John Mayer. That's your, is that your favorite member? Uh, well, they did. They did have their second round of last shows. <laughs> they're they're becoming the Who with their and Elton John. I think had a number of farewell tours. And the Stones. Well, then you well, then your Stones have a couple of them. <laughs> no, I think the Stones are just saying we're going to go until we're we're all dead. You know, <laughs> I mean, that, that seems to be the Stones' philosophy. You know, not, you, you know, know who, you know who knew how to say goodbye. Paul McCartney and the Beatles. Uh huh. Yeah. And again, if that MF gets on on there, <laughs> I'm going to have a problem. Uh -huh. Yeah. But yeah, the Grateful Dead just had 
the second round of last shows in uh, San Francisco. And they were streaming it and and, and people uh, people were having problems with the stream. <laughs> One of the funny things about Grateful Dead, you know, the Deadhead community, and I consider myself among that community uh, on the fringes of it, I, I let's say. But uh, <laughs> when they get mad about something, I mean, you know, oh. for, for people who <laughs> you think I are bet. just just sort of like, you know, let's go with the flow. We're, you know, it's it's, it's uh, just a good time. Well, you know, let's not get get hung up. Yeah, <laughs> I think they get hung up. <laughs> so, so apparently there was some uh, technical issues with the stream and uh, people were mad and they were demanding refunds. And uh, the streamer just sort of put them off, held them at bay, <laughs> which is not ever a good policy, uh, you know, just to blame them saying that uh, oh it must be your uh your internet <laughs> must yeah. be bad i guess you could do that with anything uh with the internet right you know it's like yeah. are you sure it's not your internet not not us <laughs> yeah. they got their angles they got the but uh so yeah <clears throat> i mean i saw that i saw dead in company once it was a i got free tickets and uh went in with low app like low expectations but was able to enjoy the show but would never do it again. Who was the company? Well, this was when John Mayer sort of joined a band to fill Jerry Garcia's shoes, which is a tall order. And like I said, I mean, uh, I, I wasn't familiar with John Mayer at the time. And um, so I'm like, well, you know, he seemed to have acquitted himself with dignity. He wasn't doing an impression. He was just doing his own thing singing the songs and uh he's it was in the like, band now right like he's like uh, well well if this is the end you know it's, it's yeah he he made it to the end but uh <laughs> i have a feeling like stamos with the beach boys i mean uh, oh yeah john stamos had his, at some yeah, point his... he's the longest tenured one <laughs> but uh yeah so we'll see how long this lasts and then well probably until next summer when they kick off their next uh the next tour. uh we're going away tour <laughs> yeah It'll happen. You watch. Anyway, did you get a cookie? No. No. <laughs> Why do I ask? Why do I ask? It, and I got and I got it here last night. So I'm uh -huh. even in a different location and no cookie. Uh -huh. <laughs> so it's just you then, right? It's it's not even a location. That's me. And let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh oh, this reminds me. I gotta. Maybe I'll use these numbers for the Powerball. What oh. is it a, over a billion dollars tonight? Did you get a Powerball right. ticket? You got yeah. a couple hours. You got a couple hours. Two important decisions shall be made by you soon. Okay. Well, one is I'm I'm going to go get a Powerball ticket. Uh, nice. What is the other one? You're going to win. Well, I guess the other one could be I'm almost out. I'm almost out. Two oh, wait. That's the whole fortune? Yeah. Oh. That's kind of a fortune this time. Yeah, it's not I was going to say, a, that is actually... Yeah, that's a real fortune. A actual fortune. Yeah. Good for them. They finally got one right. <laughs> Maybe this is the new AI fortune cookie. Oh. <laughs> and they're, they're replacing the human beings who used to write <sighs> these, these feel-good uh, fortunes. But anyway... Speaking of which, to... I had an idea. I wonder if we should start to have a weekly segment 
life for what life advice <laughs> people okay. can write in uh-huh their questions they have okay. a problem or something mm-hmm. and, and we can uh, help them out what do you think of that we're gonna help them out okay yeah. we give advice <laughs> okay. hey for what for what advice all right you know, okay my girlfriend wants to dump me because i can't read uh-huh what should i do that kind of thing i'm, I'm just uh doubtful of our uh considering our circumstances <laughs> whether we would be considered authorities uh for right. life advice right these people look up to us <laughs> right. i'm we're, glad you feel that way i'm glad the, you feel that way we're the titans the titans i think it'd be fun i think somebody fill out in the comments or whatever <laughs> with uh put egg food what life advice in capitals so we know okay this okay. is give us your scenario and if we choose yours out of the many we'll give you a little life advice okay i'm putting you now, in we're charge not saying with... you have to follow it we're just gonna do the best we can I, i'm putting you in charge with this you're gonna be the lead oh then the 10th first the 10 seconds thing now this team leader team leader all right you, 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 this is your this is your baby you, you, i mean you just came this came to you on a spot all right so i'm gonna uh indulge it life until, advice until it uh flops but we'll, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll give it a shot we'll give it a shot not, not I'm, loving I'm, open. The, I'm open to it not loving the support i'm getting but uh, i'm open hey I'm open if we can it. have one person out there mm-hmm. then have what we done enough <laughs> yeah there you go that's the way to think about I, it. I, when, I think you'd want to hear from guys who've been knocked around a little bit by life mm-hmm. not cruising through you know in home runs all the time we've been through some shit okay you want to listen to <laughs> okay do you want are you, when you read lamorta third were you more impressed by galahad who just kind of dropped from the sky and was perfect <laughs> and didn't do anything and floated away uh-huh. or lancelot who had to go through all that shit uh-huh. so much that they even they did let him have a little peek at the ground uh-huh. yeah. which one okay. which one would you go for advice yeah, you're right the guy who's uh really no, suffered no, yeah yeah well no, no suffering we yeah. have a hundred years between us. <laughs> a little bit of suffering. A little bit of suffering. We can help some folks. Okay. All right. All right. No, I that, I like your reasoning. We'll see uh, what people come up with, and uh, we'll give it a shot next week. Right. Meanwhile, I, I want to thank everybody for listening. Hit that subscribe button. You know, I haven't I haven't plugged it. Uh, I know uh, we have that link. Uh, on the different stream service where you can contribute to the show and people have done it uh i haven't acknowledged it but people, for me <laughs> well there there are co- uh, uh, zoom costs which uh yeah. it, it hasn't it hasn't quite covered the zoom costs yet all right so we're we're still in the red but this is <laughs> this well, is an open plug if you've enjoyed the show over the past year uh you know throw us a few bucks you know i i know People don't have a lot of money available, and but you know, it it would be a nice gesture and just uh, encourage us to keep going forward <laughs> with Very whatever nice. we do here uh, that people seem to enjoy. So thanks for everything, and uh, tell your friends. Yeah, let's let's start a whispering campaign, <laughs> an egg foo what whispering campaign to just uh, let your let at least one friend. Yes. No. One. One. We'll call it the one friend whispering campaign. Find a friend who you think might enjoy this show, 
and just say, hey, steer them. We're, we're all over the place. We, we've got a record. We've got reviews. You know, uh, we've been, uh, yeah, we're not an experimental uh, <laughs> uh, test uh, in the, in the taste testing phase. We, we've established ourselves. So steer a friend to the show. Steer a friend. Maybe we can tie that into a uh, friend of ours. Uh, from the olden days, James, Staten Island, James, you know what I'm talking about? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I won't say people's last names like anybody. <laughs> I uh, worked with James. I, that's I was, right. That's I was right. his co-worker. That's right. So he and I, over the years, like he's the only other person I've ever, I can ever uh, uh, hope is a big what's happening. We'll get my what's happening references or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And so I don't know if you read his Substack this last week. Uh, I had a he wrote about a guy, about an episode of What's Happening, the Doobie Brothers episode. Oh, okay. And so we're going a little back and forth. I love the show. He loves the show. Uh, we got to get James on the show. James is an interesting guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We both know him. I saw I saw the post about, I, did see, I didn't see the What's Happening one. I saw the one about, uh, he, he's a, uh, he's a, what they used to call an autograph hound. Yeah. He has so many autographs and he, and he, he was he was doing the real uh, autograph seeking. Not you know now you can go to these conventions. Yeah, and they're all say, sitting he, there. He's done they're, the work. I don't think he just sends away. Oh no! Well, I think long before these conventions were happening, he was pounding the pavement and waiting outside the late show door when guests would leave. And yeah, well, uh, we don't have to yeah I mean <laughs> he's got some great stories. Yeah. He's written a book. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's let's Which get James on the show. So let's work on that. But his idea, I got a lot of my plate, Mike. I'm putting you in charge of that. <laughs> All right. Uh, but out. he had an idea. We were cracking up about what's happening. He said this should be, I uh, should have something where egg foo, what's happening? All right. Oh, I hope James <laughs> isn't listening. Well, his idea when, when James is on the show, when James is on the show, you can. Yeah. I will. I will let you have the floor. And you can. Uh, just, any, I just want any excuse to talk about what's happening. Yeah, no, this this will be a, uh, an excuse. And you guys, you got a guy there who who's familiar with the topic. I can't. I mean, I remember watching some of the episodes. I was not watching every episode. You were but, at the uh, perfect age. How how were you not eating up what's happening? I was aware of it. Yes, I, I you know I wasn't really you know that loyal to TV shows. I would watch them. I'd catch them here and there, but you know it's not like I I had a TV guide and I'm. <laughs> putting stars you make it sound like, like you had to be a billionaire it's not a guy that's tv guide <laughs> no but it's it's yeah tv you know we've had this discussion you know you seem to have gravitated to it full force and i i have watched my share of television i'm not saying i i was oh, in your defense, you it know, was I, more I, disposable back then like you I, can I, miss a couple shows and pop back in yeah, that, that was kind of the way it was. Yeah, I, I was a floater. I, yeah, I wasn't committed to shows. I guess I'm still a floater. There aren't too many shows I'm committed to. Mm -hmm. um, but, I also uh, I also tried reaching out. We talked last week about the vertebrates. Yeah. My one-time uh, buddy, Ken Drasnick. Mm -hmm. uh, having a hard time tracking him down. Ooh. Uh, I, put a, I put a thing through Facebook Messenger through his band's page. I doubt he'll see that. Uh, the original emailing we did between each other 100 years ago 
This is my old Hotmail account, which I cannot access. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm still working on it, though. Don't worry. Okay. So, All right. That's well, on my well, long I, list of things. I didn't know you were pursuing it, and I'm happy to hear it. Thank you, Mike. It makes me okay. happy. To do that. <laughs> so, and on that happy note. So do what Mike said. To subscribe. Kick a few bucks. That'd be great. Uh, and send in your, uh, if you have some help, you want some life advice, you've come to the right guys. So thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, and if I hit the Powerball tonight, there will be no future episodes. There will be no future episodes. <laughs> Not at all. Okay. Understood. Leave, leave Greg in the lurch. Understood. He, he can get a new co-host. Yeah, and understood. But to be clear, you guys can still send money. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Send it in case I don't hit the Powerball tonight. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone.